all of us, we got uh, so many great people in our church and, and just even yesterday with, with the folks helping us with our middle school conference with Miss Teresa and Jaden being there and uh, is in Margarita and, and just the, the love of that. Uh, and Cornel, uh, Alyssa, amazing, amazing the stuff she does with our kids when she goes there. Uh, just, it's just, we're so grateful. I, I, I say that because I don't ever want us to think that our answers are outside of the church. Everybody I need to help me with, no matter how big the event, God has supplied them right here. Right here. I, I don't have to go and hunt down. We, I don't, you know what I mean? I, I, like, I, 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 like I can leave and never go back where they are because I know that, number one, they're under the authority of God. And I don't care how perfect they may say these trainers out there are and all this stuff. No, uh, God provides, amen? Out of this space right here, God provides. So I, I say that to you because if he provides for me out of this space, he's provided for you out of this space. Don't go, go hunting because the, green is, the grass is greener over there. Y'all know my theory why the grass is greener on the other side. Manure caused grass to grow too, so... It could be a whole dung load of uh, things underneath, amen? So we're going to talk about confidence, and, and that's what they gave me yesterday, my confidence. Uh, the right people around you will help you with your confidence. The wrong people around you will help you be offended. Uh, the evidence of a great faith is confidence in a great God, amen? So if I have confidence in God, my faith is going to stay great. Uh, and so... Hebrews chapter 10, verse 34 through 36 says this, For ye had compassion for me in my bonds, and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that ye have in heaven a better and an enduring substance. Cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord, for restoring us just to be confident again, confident that to pray, confident to stand up and know that we know that our God hears us, confident within ourselves to be, uh, that know that God fearfully and wonderfully made us. I don't have to be afraid of anything. I am blessed by God Almighty that I will deliver your word and your word alone. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I will say to be extreme in your faith, um, and we are at a time where things are extreme against us. Uh, I like the lady, uh, the lady I've been man, witnessing you, witnessing to, oh my gosh, for over gosh, several years. And she had her daughter there yesterday, and she came to me. She goes, and, and the kid was hanging around Jai, which Jaira is not uh, doing anything different than what Jaira does. She was like, my kid never talks to anybody. Said. I can't believe that she's that comfortable around the kids that you brought with you. And, and yeah, I was like, I, yeah, that's good. I know that he's sticking around because of the money, but I'm, I'm glad he's able to help your kid in the process. But he's got other motives. But uh, I think God, you know, people can sense a sweet spirit, right? They can sense the presence of God on your spirits when you're there. And so have confidence in your spirit of God. And he'll bring the rest. Uh, too many times if we try to have confidence in everything else, number one, it comes off as arrogant or compensation. Right? Some people uh, will try to 
mask out their confidence with compensation. So uh, he said this, cast not, away, cast not away therefore your confidence, which ye have great recompense of reward, because you know that there's something greater about the God that you serve rather than the circumstances that you're in the middle of. Don't get rid of your confidence in God. You may be sneezing, you may be whatever, but don't cast away the fact that by his stripes you're healed. Your kids may be all over the place. You may be all over. Don't cast away the fact that you can return to God in righteousness. Don't cast that confidence. You have to have some confidence about you, your confidence. Hurrying and worrying will destroy our, our spiritual confidence faster than the circumstances. The devil wants to speed you up. When, you get, when things speed up, you're more reactionary rather than you've got things planned out. You have to stop and slow down and say, I'm not going to hurry and I'm not going to worry because I know that's to get me off of a circumstance that's even smaller than the hurrying and the worrying. The hurrying and the worrying begins to be greater than the actual problem. It's not even that big. But if I can get you to get off of that and get into fighting a different fight, you'll miss. So life moves fast enough, right? Amen. Life moves fast enough. I do not need to accelerate it by letting a problem get into my life and cause me to speed up my attention and speed up my focus or speed up. I got to have a decision now. We got to buy now. It's on sale today. I'm running out of time. No, stop and say, I'm going to live my life today. Today is the day of salvation. This is the day the Lord has made. I'm not living for tomorrow's day. I'm not accelerating the hour because of my age. The big, the funny thing is that when the kids ask me how old I am, and I tell them that I'm 49 years old, they go, no way. My dad doesn't act like that. Well, go hug him. Thank Jesus for that. So it's kind of that part of, of where you want to see, like, they'll catch you in your best moment and think, and kids do this a lot too. They catch their coaches, everybody in their best moment, and wonder why they can't, the coach can't be like the parent. Send him your bill. See the love then. Send him your daily, your bills, your, your, your circumstances, the love that's shed out for you. And so we have to do that. We need to do that as well. We need to send the enemy our bills and tell him this is what God has taken care of. And I know you can't pay for this, so I ain't going to trust you. I'm going to trust God. Right? Send your emotions to God. Don't be one day up, one day down. It's not that you won't have. The, it was funny. Jairus said something yesterday because Jairus knew he was getting his money. Right? Jared didn't want me to get home and then the money have to go somewhere else. Hey, let's stop at here. Let's stop at the outlet mall. All right? That we can't even get home with the check. The check can't even get to the bank. Let's stop at the outlet mall. Okay? I like his skill. I like his confidence. Like, and I said, all right, you know, we'll do that. And then I could see he leaned over and started going to sleep, as he and Elijah will do on a trip with me. And I, it's like, he's out. I said, okay, man, why don't we go home first? And he sat up, he thought about it. You know, if I go home, I'm going to go to sleep. Let's go to the outlet. Okay, so I'm exhausted. I am tired. I said, so we'll stop. And, and, and I, I love this, his skills. He did it very politely and uh, manipulating. Um, go to the outlet mall. We're going through there. He gets his stuff immediately. He knows what he wants. Uh, and so we get it. And I ran into a friend that uh, I tell you all about the friends that left me or stopped hanging out with me once I got started serving God. I ran into that friend and, and it was a he was like an older brother. He was a great guy. 
But, you know, once I started serving Jesus, it was like, nah, you ain't going to be going to the clubs and getting drunk with us at least on Saturdays. You know, you ain't got to get Jesus every night. I had to get Jesus every night. So I couldn't do the one time thing. And I got to see him, and we got to talk, and we got to meet, and we got to, you know, we spent a great deal of time catching up on, on a, where God has brought us to. And, and even in that time where God will always, I think God is, is just really revamping some things and restoring some things. And I never got mad at them for leaving. I knew I wasn't going to leave Jesus, I can tell you that. I knew I wasn't going to be Saturday night club, Jesus on Monday. I mean, Jesus on Sunday and then back to my old stuff. That, that was not going to be me. I couldn't do that that way. I knew there was a greater call. I knew there was a greater purpose. So he respected the fact that I wasn't going to trade that in just to be buddies. Amen? And, and so when I got to explain that to my son, don't trade in your calling because somebody else don't have confidence. Right? And, and I'm confident in what God has called us to do. Uh, same thing with us here. Be confident. My, my schedule is with heaven. My schedule is not with the earth. My schedule is not with, with being tired because that's exactly when we came home we didn't unload the car. We left all that nasty rope stuff in there till this morning. We went right upstairs and hung out. Jaden was over. We just hung out with the folks that were there. And God kept us. And God says, because you're obedient, I'm going to have you finish your message. Go right into it. Just like you didn't wait to stop at the outlet mall, you don't stop now. Go straight to the sermon. So I think we need to keep moving toward the things of God. Amen? That keeps us confident. I'm confident, I can confidently preach to you because I went up at 2 a.m. trying to figure this one out. God was saying, I'm ready to deliver to you right now. I know you've been up for several days, but the message is available right now. I don't want you making something up, cooking something up online. I need what I'm putting in your spirit right now, right? I can't wait till the next day. I can't wait till the next hour. You can't wait a few minutes. I know college football is on, but I'm on right now. My show is on right now. Okay? Don't tell me your schedule. I know how long you've been up. I'm the one that woke you up. Right? He wants you to have confidence that no matter how tired you are, if you let him be the wake-up call, he'll be the one that raised you up. Amen? It's, it's be, a, be a great thing. You, you got this. So the, there's a difference between battling long and battling wrong. Everybody say amen. When, when Robert and I are playing dominoes, I say, study long, study wrong. You know, and I try to accelerate him because if I can make you think faster, a good arguer, amen, a person who likes to argue, who knows how to argue, will accelerate the argument because it's going to get you off your thought process. I'm going to say words fast. I'll make you speed up. I may not even be saying I'm on. That's what the devil does to you. He accelerates the argument by using old stuff. You're never going to be better than what you are. You're always going to be right. You accelerate the argument. So, but if you study long, you'll study wrong. But there's a difference between battling long and battling wrong. A, a long battle requires perseverance. A wrong battle is a result of interference. It's okay that you're still believing for family members because that's perseverance. But if you're not believing and you're just getting in the wrong stuff, that's interference. Right? And I don't want to interfere with God. I want to persevere with God. See, because if I interfere with God, I'm just going to slow things down. But if I persevere with God, no matter how long it takes, I know God's going to complete the work that he's begun in me. Right? That's my confidence. That's my boldness. That's my, no, no matter what my uh, office folks did wrong and, and, and no matter how much they tried to mess up yesterday and forgot people's stuff, when the kids showed up, which is the 
which is, what is that, the true riches? When the kids, uh, hey, it's game, game time. Game time. It's time to work with the kids. I, I, I don't even care how messed up y'all are. You can work out your paperwork. Also, give my folks they check. I don't even care what W-9 you don't have and do have, as long as you pay them, right? You got to have confidence in your area of what you're good in. Because if you're trying to be good in somebody else's area, there's no confidence in there for you for that. You can only be good in your area. Be, be good for what God has called you to do. So if you're a good talker, as my friend Dion was telling Jira, he's always had a lot of energy. He's always talked a lot. Okay, now I get paid for it. Mm-hmm. Use, your, use your stuff wisely. Which Jira has this thing, you always have words. I don't know what that means. Other than the fact that he says stuff and I have an answer for it. So I guess he want me to sit there and let him just have a bunch of extra words. I'm a word man. Most people say that, they're, they, that, that they lost, comp, lost their confidence, but the Bible says a believer will have to throw their confidence away. You don't lose your confidence. You have to cast it out. Right? He says cast not away your confidence, right? So confidence isn't lost. Confidence is thrown away. The only way you cannot have confidence is to be in something God didn't call you to because there's no confidence for that. Right? I have confidence in my relationship with my wife. I know God has called me to be there. Confidence. I have confidence that if we argue, we're going to come back together, and she's going to admit that she's wrong. I have confidence that, that they're all going <laughs> to see that, that she's not in our, that they're all going to know that they know that this is what we're called to, and they'll always see that I'm right, that they'll see that I'm the, the, the one that God has chosen so then they understand I'm the light of their life. My kids are understand they're wrong. I'm right. The arguments of their father cannot be questioned. This cannot be broken. And, and hi, honey. And so part of it is, is that I'm telling them how the kids are wrong and I'm right. And they should come to me at all times. And hallelujah. What time did Dallas play today? <laughs> Game, oh, look, 12. The person you weren't supposed to answer that out loud. Act like you in the word. So you have to throw away your confidence. So, so God will bring you into a situation or, or something comes up, right? Just something simple. And, and God is saying, here I am. Here's my word. And even though you may not know what to do, you're confident in what he's going to do through you. That's the power of it. That, that whole thing where God has given me words on the spot and things is like, he says, I put you here, so I'm going to use me to go through you with confidence. Confidence. They couldn't even, they couldn't even get over that. They couldn't even get over that part of, of what God had said. Then all of those things, I have 38 minutes of words, but they only remember one section, the really godly one. Rubik's Cube, dude, and what God said about the cube. Right? And sometimes God wants to use us to do that, but we cast our confidence away and listen to God and start using our interference by arguing with the people. Right? Keep your confidence. Okay? Everybody say, I'm keeping my confidence. Got to have it. I have to have it. Matthew chapter 24, verse 10 through 13 says, Then many will lose faith. Isn't that a sad day? They will betray and hate each other. Okay? You can't lose faith if you didn't have it, right? So a lot of people think like, oh, no, once I got my faith, I'm always going to have it. We've been there, right? We've lost faith in people. We've lost faith in our ability. We've lost faith in there. But I'm amazed at how many people go, oh, that's impossible. The Bible says many will lose faith. They will betray 
and hate each other. So a lot of times what happens if a person leaves or, or walks away from God, they betray the people that still serve God. Or they'll betray their faith or, they, you know, just something that happens there. And what God is saying is like, there will be many of them that do this. This is not, don't be shocked by this. Many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. And because there will be more and more lawlessness, most people's love will grow cold. Right? Ever just felt like, you know what, I'm never going to trust again. Never going to trust another mechanic. Never going to trust whatever. Never going to trust again. I'm going to look this way because apparently I'm touching some stuff. So I'm never going to, and if you've ever been there where you're just like, never again. Never again. Waiting on people to help me, help me with my stuff. Uh-uh, I got it. Yeah, but you're carrying eight bags and then you got something on your head. Yeah, I'm good. At least I know what I'll get there. Right? Y'all know, right? You didn't work with people. Those, those folks yesterday, I spent most of my time trying to talk to Miss Teresa and Miss Margarita just so I didn't go in there and yell at the people who were getting paid much more to do less. Let me go talk to some people who are going to build my confidence. I'm not going to go over there and give all my confidence away to people who don't care already. So why not stay in the presence of those who are going to help me? Right? Right, and I think that, that helps us in true real life. So, so it says that they'll go there. So because there will be more and more people, the lawlessness and most people will love will grow cold, but the person who endures to the end will be saved, all right? You will be here, all right? Say, I will be here. I ain't going nowhere. So endure and be saved. Endure and be saved. Whatever you need to endure. Let's start doing it. Right now, endure and be saved. Uh, that, that, that person may be, a, uh, you know, that, that loved one may be annoying you. Endure and be saved. Interfere and remain the same. If we interfere with what God wants to do, we won't change. We won't change the circumstances because we're not enduring and we're not patient and we're not peaceful and we're not uh, long-suffering, but because we don't want to endure, we want to interfere and fix it, right? If I plant a seed, I need to endure so that thing will grow. If I keep digging it up, I'll interfere and it will never grow. Got to make sure I endure. Let God do what God does and you continue to believe. That's God, it's him alone. So it is strange and painful to those of us who love God and believe in the importance of salvation to see people walk away from the love of God. It is strange, or, or live at it as such a far space. It's such a painful thing. When Jesus knew when Peter was going to do it, he said, there's going to be a rooster preached to you, and you'll turn. Because you'll love me from afar. Seen it, that, that I won't go to church, but I still believe in Jesus. I won't go around Jesus' people, but I still believe in God. I, or it's always the word of, I don't judge people. Well, giving someone scripture is not judging them. Giving someone scripture is helping them. Right? We got to have that confidence, that, that, that love of God, that, that peace of God, that surpass all understanding. Who knows why we're that confident? Who, who knows why you can stand up and be bold and... And, and you may not can stand here, but you can stand somewhere, right? A lot of people say, I wish I was as bold as you. <laughs> With Brother Donnie and I, we, we live off of one another. And he's like, man, I, I wish I could get up and run around and, and do all that you do. And I said, I wish I could sit still. Praise the Lord, two black men make one great one. And I tell you what, we can get it together. 
We do. We enjoy one another's skill and talent. We don't go out to the world and find something else. I enjoy the faith. I know he ain't going to give me something that's going to get me off my walk with God. All right, I can't go find them kind of partners. So if it's my brother Steve or my brother Donnie, and I know this one we got the same blood, but we, this one we're in the same blood, right? And so sometimes you have to, I love you, bruh, but you got a long way to go to become brother. That's tough. A lot of people don't like to hear that. That, get you out, that can get you kicked out of family reunions right there. You can say that right there. That's that sure is. There's your sign. And John chapter 6, verse 63 says, my words are spirit and they are life. So what's the word? What, how do I get my confidence back? Put the word in me. Get my life back. I, I want to have that spirit, that excitement, that acceleration. I, you know, I didn't think I could get tired. You know, what I'm wondering, you know what I'm starting to realize this Sunday morning right now? The thing that makes me sweat so much must be food. Because now that I'm not eating it, I'm not sweating today. What? Let's realize that. Normally, I'm up in here. <laughs> Y'all see <laughs> You didn't have to say it out loud. <laughs> you didn't have to say it out loud. <laughs> so y'all just flat out said it's cold, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I love my church. I, I do. I don't. <laughs> you can't get two of those. So now the, the lack of confidence would tell me to turn it down. Word and nothing should take us away from because God's spirit, right? He says, my word is spirit, and they are life. If I'm losing my life, and I don't mean death-wise, I'm talking spiritual motivation, I got to go back to the word of God, right? I can, be, I can have all my words of a speech. I mean, let, you know, I had my speech lined up yesterday, and, and I had him to do his thing, but God had another word in the midst of it that would stick longer than all of my words put together. Right? He, he had another word. My words are spirit and life. Matthew 26, 41. He says, the spirit is willing and the flesh is weak. weak. So my, the spirit of God's word comes in and it'll lift up the, the weakness of your flesh. Because if you're believing for something for so long and, and it's still not happening, when is it going to mature? And God has said, don't you become immature because that hasn't matured. See, because you become an immature, that means we got two children mentally running around. Instead of one adult. Well, why is it always on me? Why not you? Why not you? Why not God use you to bring the whole family together, bring the whole circumstance together? So our willpower to accomplish things, where's your willpower? If you're just, you said you're going to will yourself to do something. How many of y'all ever said, uh, said that? I'm just my willpower. Anybody ever said that? I'm not going to touch it. I need more willpower. And God says the willpower is in the word power. You will have as much will as you do word. But if you don't have any word, you won't have any will. Because where the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. But if you won't put the will in you, ain't nothing to roll with you. Do you want to roll <laughs> with me? And so I need to know how my will goes. Because people always ask me, Miracle was texting me early in the morning because she's waiting in line for her classes. I don't know how you do this. Early in the morning, I text her back, I'm in you. 
slow day coming where you're going to wake up for no reason at all just to be up more hours than everybody else. It's a contest. <laughs> what you say? What your friends said? You texting your dad this early? He's up. We ain't interrupting nothing. We're not interrupting sleep. She was right. I was up. I was in Kansas. No place like home. Let me tell you that. Those folks, can I holler at you for a minute? I know we're fasting, but they got a place called Arthur Bryant's. If you ever go there, go to Arthur Bryant's Barbecue. He has a menu with just the brisket tips. Lord have mercy. Look, did y'all see what happened? Just the, I know, sidebar, but I'm going to give you some confidence in eating. He just makes the tips of that charred part that you see the folks cutting off and eating. There's a whole menu for just the tips. Y'all, it was a driving rainstorm. I walked in the rain to get them. I could stay in the rain. You hear me? And uh, that was good stuff. Okay, so back to the word of God. You got to have confidence not to go and eat just because I brought up brisket tips. Behind every defeated person, I hear you, Jai. Behind every defeated person, you will find a depleted and defeated spirit. If you deplete your spirit, you'll defeat your person. If you don't ever put stuff in your spirit, you're going to remain defeated. Right? How can I win again? Fill your spirit, and everything it fills uh, is, is open to God's will. Right? Hebrews chapter 3, verse 12 through 15. Uh, be careful, brothers and sisters, that none of you ever develop a wicked, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. It says, be careful of that. Encourage each other every day while you have the opportunity. If you do this, none of you will be deceived by sin and become stubborn. Stubborn is a tough place, right? It says, be careful not to become wicked. Don't get caught up in being stubborn, right? It's tough when we're stubborn. It's tough to hear correction. Come on, I, I, I tell the truth. It's tough to hear correction. When you think you've done it right. I, I love it. it, it <laughs> one, one school call, it said that uh, I didn't meet their expectation because I was talking about real-life issues, and their school don't have real-life issues. I said, well, I'm never going to meet your expectations, ever, because if you don't think your kids are out trying alcohol and drugs, okay. But let me tell you who not to invite because I can't come up here and lie. Oh, those teenagers, she's so wonderful. And I'm looking at the child. I can tell you ain't no wonder in there. We see her wonder. So I said, thank you. I'm so sorry I missed it. I didn't know I was in where I was, but uh, I'm sorry about that. I let you down. I, I want to let you know I'm just sorry. Will you think you can come back? Well, Let's just stay with sorry for right now. Because I, I, that doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't. You, you know, I'm looking at your kids. I know they're not. Right? You, 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 anyway. Okay. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. But sometimes we struggle with that. Right? The, the, and we become stubborn. Right? After all, we will remain Christ's partners only if we continue to hold on to our original confidence until the end. Right? We only stop partnering with God when we're not confident in God. Scripture says, if you hear God speak today, don't be stubborn. Right? 
hear God speak to you. So I haven't heard God today. You've been hearing God the whole time because every time we read a verse, that's God. How do I hear from God? Read your Bible. That's God. I've never heard from God. You're saying you never read the Bible. Yes, I have. Then you've heard from God. Don't be stubborn like those who rebelled. Right? So I can't turn away from what God has brought me to because I'll lose confidence in what God brings me through. Not just this sermon, but God brings me through other things. Right? The devourer is to be reviewed. Scotty, people really are cold. Go ahead and turn that thing up just from the way they're looking at me. If I'm losing concentration, by the way, you're threatening me with your eyes. <laughs> Frosty. The snow people. <laughs> there must be a way. What we are fighting for in every believer is their confidence to remain in Christ because the enemy is looking for broken space to get in so he can convince people to give up their faith in God. Okay? So it's just it's up to your confidence. Now, again, and I heard this, but when you, when you uh, destroy your consciousness, you ultimately attack your confidence. It's hard to have confidence with a destroyed consciousness. If I destroy my consciousness and I don't have any place in it, and I'm not aware of what I need to be with God, I won't have any confidence in God. So when my confidence is strained, my consciousness, that means it is, it is not alive. I'm un. Coming. Your consciousness has become seared. Therefore, your confidence to pray, your confidence even to ask for forgiveness, that thankfulness becomes hard. <laughs> we say this all the time for people. You just get to the point where you're doing it so much you don't even ask for forgiveness because you know you're going to do it again tomorrow. That's a stubborn, right, broken consciousness. And you don't have confidence in the love of God for you. And the place that you need to come to get confidence you won't come back to because your consciousness is attacking you. I don't want to talk to or go to church or talk to church people because my consciousness is messed up. So now I can't even go to the place where I need to get my confidence. This is why as children, when we move away, we don't like to call our parents because they're going to pick up on something in our voices. What's wrong with you? This is why I don't call you, Mom. So you think I don't know because you don't call? That's when I know the most is when you don't call. So your confidence is really caught in your consciousness. We're confident to talk to one another in our family when our consciousness is right. The one person that you don't have a good conscience about, family member, you're arguing with them, you won't even go home and have a good conversation with them. Even when they visit. Holidays are coming, y'all. Aunt Crazy and Uncle Goofy is on the way. So Satan can't get in us, but he, he wants to partner with you. He don't want to get in you. He just want to partner with you or partner with your problems because he can associate with your problems. He don't want to get in you. He don't want to possess you. He got enough place to live. But if he can partner with you and make you believe and filter all your whole life through mistakes and letdowns, he wants to partner there. And he'll, he'll steal your confidence. So our innermost thoughts to keep us from Re relating to God's word. I mean, so, so let's come out of that stubborn place. Let's understand that there are people that will turn away. Don't get caught up. You, you, may, you may have to violently turn toward God. That means everything has to be behind you. That means that somebody may call for me to have a word for just one kid or have a word for a thousand kids, but I need to have turned so far away that I could have it for each and every kid. 
if the one is not as important as the 20,000, I've wasted time. Time that was not mine to start with. It was borrowed to begin with, all right? Okay, let's talk about one last superhero. It's Samson, uh, Judges chapter 16, verse 11. Amen, good hair guy. I mean, this is, a, this, is, this is a bald man's nightmare, man. This is a bald preacher's nightmare. However, the bald folks come out in the end. Now, I don't know if it was God's idea to make those of us who don't have hair feel bad that Samson lost his hair and became weak. You know, they're one of my men struggling with baldness. But Samson had very long hair. He was in the obedience of God, and he was messing with Delilah. So you can only hang out in a place so long before Delilah becomes delicious, and you're willing to eat that more than what God has called you to have. Right? Samson told her. So he'd already lied to her once. This is another one. If someone ties me up tightly with new ropes that have never been used, I will be like, I'll be like any other man. So and they'd already done this little scenario. She had already called her friends on him once. Why is he still with this woman? Like, you burned me once, we're done. She had already tried to get him, right? And Delilah took some new ropes. She's doing a tie-in. Time, uh, time up with them. Uh, then she said to him, Samson, uh, the Philistines are attacking. The Philistines that she invited, by the way. Some men were in her bedroom. <laughs> Which, how did they get there? Like, like, I'm like, there's so many questions. Like, why aren't you asking? Why are men's in your curtains? Huh? <laughs> what kind of dating situation we got? We ain't got a relationship where it's always, they always here. They were here last week. They here this week. Why is he going back to Delilah? You ever ask yourself that? Okay, stay away from you. So the, she called the men's, waiting to ambush him, but Samson tore the ropes off his arms as though they were straight. So I'm going to stop there because you know the story. And ultimately, he hung around long enough till he told her who he really was. Right? And there's only so long before the, the thing that God gave you to be a hiding place with God that you'll make it a hidden place with somebody else. And instead of being in a hiding place with God, you're hidden. Now you're blocked by what things God called you to do. And because it's such a voice, uh, I talked to my mother this morning. And, and uh, I don't know, and I guess, Margarita, you probably go through this, where they ask you to sing on cue no matter where you are in public, right? So my mom was at, at a place, this big this thing, this dinner. And so my nephew, Antoine, a great singer, just tremendous singer. And, and she, she goes, uh, who's this kid? And, can that guy really sing? This is what my mom said to me this morning. She said, Twan, hit that note. Like, who are you? The musical mafia? So obviously he knew that meant for him to sing No Weapon Formed Against Me Shall Prosper. He knows. I wouldn't have done it. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm be like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm going to be leaving at the same time I'm telling her no. I'm not going to just sing in front of these people just because you call me out like you James Brown's big sister or something. Hit that note. Like, who are you? And, and as I'm listening to her, God speaks to me. He says, you know why Antoine sings every time she tells him to? I, no, I have no idea. And let me tell you something else. That's one reason I'm glad I can't sing. Number one. Number two, I wouldn't have done it. He says, 
then you would never understand that that's the only time she gets to experience Antoine's daddy, her son, who's dead, his voice. He'll do it every time. Good place, uncomfortable place, he'll do it every time because he knows it brings healing to her. He says, you won't because, you know, you're a preacher. You know, you're better. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I didn't know all of that. <laughs> so it's, it's <laughs> I'm just thinking just why he just call him out. He's got his twin babies. Hit that note. So it says it brings healing to the family. Here's, here's what we, we don't need to do. It is never appropriate to use your confidence on negative behavior that God didn't call you to do. All right? All right? So, so young men, if your mom hasn't approved or if you're with someone that's unapprovable, don't be using your confidence to stand up for her. Young ladies, don't be using your confidence to stand up for him. Right? Because you're wasting your confidence. Ultimately, you're going to give your hiding place and end up being in a hidden place. Samson refused to come out of a bad company and bad places, so he didn't realize when his relationship, the Bible said Samson didn't knew, know when the spirit had left him until he was caught and bound. Ain't that amazing? You know how much repentance comes when we get caught? Oh my gosh, I feel so bad. No, you feel so caught. Right? And when you get caught, you feel bad. So keep your confidence in God. And he will keep, your, keep you blessed before all men. Amen? Amen. I want you guys to bow your heads. Let's pray. You've had enough entertainment at my expense. Should preach without food more often. And as your heads are bowed and, and your eyes are closed, uh, and I just pray for your confidence. I want you to be bold, to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Nothing shall separate you from the love of God. You've been through a lot. You've gone through much. I feel like that you're out there by yourself, but Jesus said, I'm for you. Who can be against you? No weapon, none formed against you will ever be able to prosper. I love your mind. You have not lost your mind. You're not out of range. I got everything you need, and I'm going to do all I need to do. And you be confident that the prayer you prayed, it will be answered. The faith you have, it will come to pass. Don't give up your confidence. Don't cast it away. God has got you. He's blessed you. As you're praying, heads are bowed, eyes are closed. If you're in there, you've never openly acknowledged Jesus. Man, we just want to pray. We want to bring you into the family. As people are praying, if that's you, raise your hand. Thank you, Jesus. So you're confident in your faith. You're going to spend eternity heaven that's great that's godly confidence now i just want you to receive confidence in every area of your life i'm not even going to get specific because i want you to take it father i just thank you for each and every person here being confident parents being confident i'm raising godly children the children in here to be confident that my parents got my best interests at hand that my confidence is right there before god i know i know that i can do all things through christ who strengthens me. I'm confident in this one thing that as I believe Jesus, I know that he's going to handle everything that I come up against. And if he's for me, I know, I know the battles have already been won. Lord, I thank you for the confidence to come back and don't let the arguments destroy the confidence. Don't let the worry destroy the confidence that we stand up and say, my confidence is in Jesus. 
if all of this falls, if I don't have a home, if I don't have a car, if I don't have any of that stuff, as long as I have God, I have more than enough. I am blessed, highly favored of the Lord. I am blessed going in, I am blessed going out, blessed in the city, I'm blessed in the field. Everything I put my hands to do, it shall prosper. Thank you, Father, I've got my confidence back. I'm holding my head up. I'm not going to be sitting in the dark and, and mumbling and complaining. I've got my head up. God, I know everything stands before me as long as I keep my confidence in you. I'm not going to stretch myself to failure. I'm going to rock in the joy of the Lord, which is my strength. Father, we receive that boldly together. In Jesus' name, amen, amen.